Welcome to the Parenting Cipher, where each episode will give you the tools and resources to help your child thrive in school and in life. Please rate and review this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback. And also hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Welcome back to the Parenting Cipher, and most importantly, welcome back to season three. The theme of this season is leaning in. Why is it leaning in? Because at this point in time, guys, we're back in school, and let's just say 2020, we had to lean in a whole lot, and now our kids are back in school. Hopefully, everyone who's listening, your kids are back in school in person, And, you know, we have a tendency as people to kind of like, you know, we want to get back in our grind into our regular lives and we lean out, right? We gotta lean back. But, you know, I wanted to talk about this season is all the different ways that we can take what we learned and lean in. Not asking for some extra work, but just like, you know, take what you know and, you know, lean in a little bit. So with that being said, Why I'm so excited to be back this season is because at the end of season two, guys, yeah, sis was sick. I was sick and I didn't know if I was even going to make it to a season three. The reason being is I was sick. No, it's not COVID. (laughs) It was not COVID. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease, you know, back in 2017. And, you know, they put me on these hard antibiotics and, you know, antibiotics it doesn't just kill the bacteria that's, you know, causing you to be sick. It kills like all, you know, the healthy bacteria, the bad bacteria. And it usually takes like a year to come back from that. So with that being said, you know, I was diagnosed with Lyme, but it's the reoccurring kind. So the thing with Lyme disease is that you can have it. It could be active. You could take an antibiotic or sometimes you may not even know that you have it, you know, and then it'll kick back in, you know, it kicks back in, you know, when your body's under stress, if your body's not optimal, like you don't have enough vitamin D, vitamin C, your immune system's low, it can kick in. And like I said, I was diagnosed in 2017. It's something that I knew. And I'm the type of person whenever a doctor says I have a thing, you know, whatever it may be, you know, I do research. So, you know, I researched it. I found out that Lyme is considered an autoimmune disease, which means that The virus itself can cause your body to basically, your immune system goes up and it's not just attacking the virus, it's attacking other parts of your body inside. So, you know, one of the key things about autoimmune diseases is that it causes mass inflammation of the cells. So, you know, when I did my research, I found out that you know, it's autoimmune disease. You know, I read books talking about, oh, well, you know, you should kind of like delete some things out of your daily life because it may cause the inflammation. And look, yeah, for real though, some of the things they wanted me to get rid of, I'm like, I wasn't ready. So I was like, mm, yeah, <gasps> no, I ain't going to do that. But I will do what I can. So what happens is I will have like onset. Uh, line, which is the main thing for me was fatigue. I would get like really, really tired. But this time in 2020, towards the end of the year, it wasn't just a tired. I wasn't just tired. Unconsciously, I started to shore up energy. So whenever I had a guest on the show, I would like sleep for long periods of time before, you know, I would get on the show to make sure I had enough energy. I'm the type of person as I'm an entrepreneur. So 
I'm in a lot of groups. You know, I started to kind of pull out some of the groups. I wasn't just tired or exhausted. I also had gained like 20 pounds. It was like, it didn't even make sense. I was like, well, I can't need 20 pounds. My eczema had flared up and I was just like, this has to be more than lying. And I could have went back to my regular doctor. And when I say regular doctor, I'm just talking about, you know, your internal physician. But I was like, you know, all they're going to do is give me some antibiotics. And instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a naturopathic doctor. And that's a doctor that sometimes they have a traditional medical degree, but they also have a degree in natural medicine. So I went to a natural holistic doctor And one of the things that I love about them is that, you know, you ever go to a regular doctor, your regular internist, and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling well. And, you know, I'm really tired. And they'll say, well, you know, how many hours of sleep do you get? Oh, and if you say anything less than six to eight, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's probably you're just tired because you're not getting enough sleep. It's always sometimes like this assumption that they already know what's wrong with you. Now, what I did like about my experience with the natural holistic doctor was that she says, well, you know, I treat people with Lyme, but sometimes they have other cofactors. Um, the fact that you have a bunch of inflammation that you gain this weight makes me concerned that you may have allergies. So, you know, we did the lab work and came back and I have Lyme, of course, I have a virus called Epstein-Barr and one called mycoplasma. And she's like, you know, out of the three, you know, mycoplasma is the most important one. And, you know, let's tackle that one first. But also let's deal with these allergies. Like, let's do allergy serums. So look, here's the thing with the allergies. I know I'm allergic to wheat. I forgot though. But I'm allergic to wheat, beef, bananas. That's my top ones. But I'm allergic to a lot of things, guys. Like, it's ridiculous. And she's like, well, if you take these allergy serums, it'll make it better. I'm like, okay, you know, it's not a shot. I'll give it a shot. (laughs) Right? So, you know, I start her protocols and it's like, I'm getting better, but my eyes are like itching like crazy. I'm having eye issues. You know, I have to go to an optometrist and I'm starting to rethink like, oh, dude, like, uh, is this a good look, this allergy serum stuff? And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I need to rethink this. Not saying I want to stop everything, but just kind of rethink it. And while I'm going through the protocols and getting diagnosed, One of the main reasons why I knew something was wrong with me was I couldn't think. I could not think. I could not reach for vocabulary words. I couldn't get my thoughts together. And for me, that's like a big deal not to be able to verbally express myself or to sit there and write something. My concentration was shot. And I'm not going to say I was scared, but I was concerned. It's not who I am. So anything that she was willing to help me with, I was fine with. But as I started to come back on, come back online, you know, I did something I usually don't do. I'm Mrs. Fine. And what that means is things are going on in my life. I could be sick and people will say, how are you doing? And I'll be like, girl, I'm fine. And this time I wasn't fine. I wasn't owning being sick because like that's one of the reasons why, you know, I will always be Miss Fine is just to not sit in the negative, Right. And manifest something positively. But I realized in doing that, that I'm not acknowledging that I need to heal. You know, we all have moments of time that we need to heal. And we're not helping ourselves by putting, you know, S's on our chest. 
like, you know, we're invincible, especially when you're a parent of special needs children. Like they need us. You know, when COVID hit, I kept saying, I can't get sick because I'm the captain of the ship. And, you know, I got sick. You know, luckily for me, my boys, like this is how sick I was. Like I would sleep for hours because be like, you know, I would take the allergy serums between that and being fatigued. I would like literally be sleeping all weekend, just getting up periodically to make sure my kids are eating. And I made changes like unconsciously. I let my body lead me and I made some changes like I was sure of energy. I stepped back from a lot of positions, a lot of groups. And I started to journal about like if I ate certain things, you know, how does it affect my body? I actually started to talk to people about being sick, you know, not like this mysterious thing, but I really talked to them. I was like, you know, this is what I have. Like I never had actually come out to anybody. I was like, I have Lyme disease. And I'm telling people like, well, this is my diagnosis. This is what I have. These are the things that I have to do. And, you know, people are asking, like, how can I help you? And usually I'll be like, no, I don't need no help. This time I was like, okay, thank you. And that's been helping me heal. I had a call with another holistic doctor and, you know, I tell him like what I have. And he's like, baby girl, because that's how I talk. He was like, you're sick. And he was like, you don't even know how sick you are. He was like, most people who have these three viruses in their body at one time, like they're laid up somewhere. He's like, the fact that you're still moving around, like you're so strong, like you're so strong. And I left that call and I did not feel good. You know, back in the day, I would have felt like, oh, I got this S on my chest. I'm the bomb. But that's not how I felt. I felt like in that moment, I didn't necessarily want to be strong. I wanted to be healed. And what's the difference? The difference is you can be strong, but you could be killing yourself, right? Not acknowledging that you need to heal. And I realized in that moment that I needed to really lean back a little bit. And by doing that, you know, I'm here today, right? I'm here. I'm thinking, I'm popping, you know, I might not be a hundred, but I'm here. And the way that I did that was I have like steps that I had to take to do that. So, you know, I wanted to take the time on this show to talk about how you can be an advocate for your own health. You know, when it comes to our kids, we're a hundred, we're a hundred plus everything. But when it comes to ourselves, because we are the captain of the ships, we're kind of like, I can't go down. Like if I go down, oh, something's wrong. But you can't pull from an empty cup, right? It's something that we have to acknowledge. So with that being said, of course, you know, it's got steps. First thing you need to do, do your own research. If you go to a doctor and they tell you, you have whatever the diagnosis is, do your own research. Do traditional, also do holistic. What I learned is a lot of things that we eat aggravates certain diagnoses, certain viruses that are in our bodies. You know, I've learned so much about Epstein-Barr. I'm like, whoa. So literally, sounds like majority of us are walking around with it, but we don't know. And because we live in a society that treats disease, so that means it has to be at the far end to be considered serious. That, you know, that ain't, ain't part of the normal conversation. But you know, in my research, I learned more about it as well as what things I can take to help boost my immune system and actually fight it. Do your own research, you know, and trust. There's going to be sometimes some research you're going to be like, what? Nah, I'm not ready for it. If you're not ready for it, that's okay. But just empower yourself with knowledge so that when you are talking to your doctor or you decide to look for another holistic doctor or a specialist, 
you actually have a base to hold a conversation, right? Because it's important as an advocate for yourself that you know what's going on and you're not depending on someone else to tell you what's going on. It's your body. You know, you can have a plethora of diseases, but they look different in everybody's body, right? So next thing, check your own labs, peeps. Check your own labs, okay? And why am I telling you this? Because sometimes your doctor's level of acceptance or what's good may not be good for you. I went to the doctor one time and somehow I decided I wanted to get my labs. I just wanted my labs. So, you know, I signed up on LabCorp. So whenever the labs are finished, I automatically get the report. And it's really funny how it works because my doctor talks to me like maybe almost a week after I'm actually looking at the labs. And I looked at my labs and literally my A1C, which is, you know, what you test for to see if you're pre-diabetic, if you're diabetic or if you're diabetic at all. And my number is like 5.6, like you're pre-diabetic at 5.8. And and I get to my doctor's and I'm talking to her. She's like, oh, you're doing so well. I would just really like if you lost some weight, you know, try to do like 30 minutes of exercise and like, that's it. But for me, because I read my own labs, I was like, nah, I'm too close to diabetic numbers, sis. This ain't good for me. And I came up with my own plan. I'm not saying that she doesn't see what's happening, Right. But sometimes, especially as a person of color, they have a bias. They have a body of information that indicates, well, if you're black, like us getting diabetes is a given. It's just a given. So, you know, they're just working to help us stay pre-diabetic at most. But for them, it's a given. And that's just the way we're going. And so it may not be as serious to them, right? I'm not going to get into my whole rhetoric about the drug community, okay? And what I feel about that at this point, I'm just saying that what's important to you may not be as important to your doctor. So check your labs. Keep a journal, listen to your body. That's something that I started towards like the middle of my journey. You know, when you go to doctors and they say, how much sleep are you getting? Are you having body aches? You know, for women, you know, are your periods regular? All those questions. Keep a journal. Keep a journal so you can truly know what's going on with yourself. I have allergies, as I've said, it's a lot of allergies, guys. It's like so crazy. But <laughs> does that mean I stop eating all things? No. But what I do now is I'll eat it and then I'll see what happens. So, real talk, I can eat some wheat. Yes, I know I'm not supposed to have it. I can eat some wheat and immediately I will break out. Like I'll have bumps that's, you know, I'll be scratching like all on my back and my arms immediately. So I know. This is going to be the reaction as well as that's like one of the actions. The other reaction is like after maybe like 24 hours, you know, my stomach starts to hurt. But, you know, I started to write those things down just so I know how to live my life, how to control myself. Also keeping a journal of how often you're sleeping. If you're fatigued, if you're having brain fog, like all those little things that in our busy lives, we don't necessarily pay attention to. Tell your family, gain support. You know, with that being said, here's the thing. You being strong. And you're supporting everybody else, but you deserve support as well. So in telling people that's how you garnish support as well, as it takes a weight off of you. And when people are willing to help you, like, you know, take it. One of my biggest takeaways during this particular event in my life is my ex-husband has been trying to support me and the kids the best way he can. And I'm on my superwoman stuff and I wasn't really letting him support me. And my mom left. My mom was my support system. And it was a real eye-opening experience. 
to realize like he's been trying to support us and I haven't been letting him because I had an S on my chest. Because even when my mom left, I was like, oh, you know, I got an S on my chest. I'm going to do all these things. So now I let him support, but not only him, I let other people support. I let my friends support me, check up on me, say, hey, how are you doing? You know, give me suggestions. I'm actually seeing me and it's helped me in this process. Another thing I've learned, manage your stress manage your stress. And I know we've heard that a lot, but what I've learned throughout this journey and really delving into the holistic world is this, stress actually is a trigger for so many different viruses that are existing in your body. And I was like, well, get the hell out of here with this. Who knew? I didn't know. We all know stress is Stress leads to high blood pressure. Stress is a killer. You know, all the regular things. But I didn't know it did that. So try to figure out how to manage your stress. I mean, is it meditation? Is it mindfulness? Is it taking a break? You know, having a lot of time that you are actually chilling. For some of us who drink, is it getting a drink? If for some of us who are to CBD, you know, is that it? If you're into THC, hey, good for you too. But <laughs> the point is... Try to figure out how you want to manage your stress. You know, working out is a way to manage your stress and do your best to interweave it into your life where it's something that you can do daily. I mean, we are all creatures of habit. We can put something in place in our lives to help us because like, oh, I need to manage my stress. But then something can happen and then you stop doing it. And then you can't remember why you started. You know, everything's always with purpose. Like we start something because something's awful. We want more. We want better. And then life is happening. We fall off track and then we don't go back to it. But most definitely manage your stress. We have to figure out some way to do that. And my last one is give your body and mind some love. And when I say that, oh my goodness, one of the things I started to do was tell my body, thank you. Thank you so much for putting up with me. But when I'm putting things in you, that's not necessarily for you. It doesn't heal you, takes away from you, but I am still functioning. Thank you very much, legs, that back in the day, I would be like you too chubby or fat. I'm like, thank you, legs, for holding my body upright. You see what I'm saying? Show your body some love. Even in this imperfection is perfect because Your body is a biocomputer. It's always trying to go back to default, the way that it came into existence when it came into the world. So with that being said, it's constantly trying to get rid of the toxins that we're putting in our bodies through the air, through food, what we're drinking. You know, it's always trying to do that for us. And we just keep on living our lives, doing what we're doing, not being necessarily mindful of it. But even more so than that, some of us have body issues. So we're like, oh, I'm so fat. Dude and girls, women, you are not fat, okay? You show your body some love. Thank you so much, arms, for still functioning. Thank you, legs, for still functioning. Thank you, mind, for still functioning. Thank you for trying to heal me, even though I'm on the struggle bus. Show your body some love. Show your mind some love. Love yourself. Your body is doing the best it can for you, even when we're not even aware of it. So take some time. Like, thank you, body. You know, I'm in my 40s and me and my friends joke and we're like, yeah, you know, in your 30s, your body's like, oh, wait, hold up. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm under a lot of stress and I'm tired. And that's when everybody talks about the pre's, pre-diabetic, pre-this, pre-that, you know, and then you're in your 40s and it's like you either in the zone where you have something full out or still coming. And then next thing you know, 
You know, you get in your 50s, your body's like, yo, I'm done. I'm good. Like, I'm tired. I've been rolling with you for like 40 something years, but look at how many hours, right? How many days did that equate to that your body has been trying to keep you 100, right? So show your body some love. And it's so ironic, but because this is the parent cipher, and I always talk about like the song that this episode is dedicated to. Even though I say that this is the season of leaning in, the song that I love the most is Lean Back by the Terror Squad. <laughs> right? What I like the best about Lean Back is I just like when they be like, you know, we don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the, do the rock away. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. And with that being said, Sometimes for you to lean in, you got to lean back. So lean back into your health. All right, guys. Till next time. Did you know that there are developmental behavioral pediatricians? And their main role is to evaluate kids who aren't developing, learning, or behaving the typical way. Kids may be referred to them through an early intervention program or their regular doctors. Now, we all know, sometimes our doctors think that they can do all the things, but they can't. So (laughs) if your child already has a diagnosis, consider taking them to a developmental pediatrician. And if you think that they may need one, same thing, take them to a developmental pediatrician. Now, here's the thing I love the most. They also have holistic developmental behavior pediatricians, and they use a combination of the Western medicine and holistic ideologies to provide the child with a whole person health. And as I was talking about in my story, that's most definitely something that's needed. So thank you for listening to the Did You Know segment. And if you need support with navigating your child's education, medical, and home life, get on a discovery call with me. It's free. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please subscribe and go to wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five-star review. That helps us build this community. And that's what we're all about building this community as big as we can to deliver as much value as we can. The Parenting Cypher podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and the executive producer, myself, Jeannie Dawkins. Until next time, remember to be patient with yourself and your child.